0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Ask the Amigos for March, April, actually April, uh, some, the, month, some, some month, some month in the future. We are here and we are answering Discord's burning questions. Get used to it. So, if you are a supporter of Amigos, uh, you can ask us questions on our Discord. Also, server. thank you. Also, thank we you. love you. Duncan Styles leads things off. He I says, heard him. "When did you last do something in the name of science, and what was it?"
1: Well, you know, I work at a crime lab. Yes. It looks like the Batcave. It is the Batcave. And this week, I did science. I routinely do science. In fact, in my crime lab, I've got all four of beaker, simulators, spinning liquids in little containers, bleeping stuff going on, and that's just in my area. If you go into the drug forensics lab that's near my lab, because these are... My compatriots, these are my It's partners. like CSI, right? It's a lot like yeah. it. It's an all-chick review in there, by the way. Hey, And man, they're going there's to a worst place to work. And they're all, they're all great girls are going at it. And then, Whoa. down the line, down the line, <laughs> Boat, you've got the old-school, bam, gun forensics. Yeah. Including a shooting range that's right across from my door. <laughs> they go in there with an elephant gun. It shakes crap off the wall. That's a shoot. That's a shoot, Okay. So I'm telling you right now, do science, I am freaking science. There you go, what about you? Nothing.
0: I don't do anything in the name of science.
1: You blow and stuff, you got that going for you. It's not yeah. like an intoxilizer. That's true, that's true. We'll go with that. Trust me, you blow, you're proving that.
0: <laughs> I can't beat yours. Benz asks, what's the closest that you've come to slapping a comedian? Do you
1: consider yourself a comedian? <laughs> Because about two hours ago. That's what I thought about it. And you about the cocoa. Have I'll you ever been you. have you
0: ever been to a stand-up show in person?
1: Oh boy. No. And I wouldn't go to one because I don't like them. Mm. I don't like stand up comedy. It's with a few very, very minor exceptions. I just it's not my bag. I don't the funny thing is I love Don Rickles, but I don't like insult comics either. Mm. So no, I would never go to one. I don't think I've ever been to a show. I've been to a show where they had a comedian come up. As part of an overall cavalcade of right. crap, and they're not that good mm-hmm. for me. It, it didn't do it for me.
0: I've never been close to slapping a comedian. There you go. Well, you're really killing it today with these answers. I don't. I didn't. I got nothing. Okay. Ben's asked, "What's a game franchise or hobby that you didn't get to at the time that you didn't get into at the time, and now feel that it's too late?"
1: Um, ham radio. That's a good one. Would be the one that would come into my head. I had friends that were into it. The Chud was in the CB radio. That one, I don't miss that one too much, but that time is gone. <laughs> Chud had a big antenna tent in the back of, like a huge one. Oh, I'm sorry. I, mean, it was I in, can the, picture in, it. His full layout, he'd be like, Rick, this is a sidewinder. And the thing is, he never moved. So truckers would be driving by. I didn't mean to turn this into a Lakefoot of Chad segment, but that's. You're talking about these crazy trucks. Well, what's copies. hilarious
0: is I used to be real into CB, and I do the same thing. Oh, you geeks are all like. Yeah.
1: But when I was, you know, ham radio was sort of cool. Mm-hmm. It's still useful. I mean, sort of. Listen, know. when it
0: goes down, that's going to be what's left. But yep. When it
1: goes down, the last thing I want to do is talk to other ham operators. It's true. In the old days, you had to go study for a test to get a license. I think and you still have to study for the test. You I've just don't have to know
0: Morse code anymore.
1: I've heard it's a geek levels of easy these yeah. days. In the old days, if you missed the Morse code, one dot... They get there's a guy behind you with, a, with one of those antennas
0: whish, yeah, whacking right you. On you. What about you? Uh, a couple things for as far as game franchises. Because you've had so many
1: hundreds of hobbies. Right,
0: as far as game franchises go, uh, definitely something like Dwarf Fortress. Have you heard of Dwarf Fortress before? What I, I must have missed this part of the question. What?
1: How did game franchises come into this? I'll
0: ask the question. Yeah, what's, what's a game franchise or hobby oh, that you didn't hobby. get to? Yet. Okay, go ahead. No, so, I've never heard
1: of Dwarf Fortress. Dwarf fortress. fortress is, is awesome, it's
0: though. a very very deep simulation of building your own dwarf fortress where the dwarves, everything's procedurally generated, and the dwarves, like, sometimes they go insane. Sometimes they massively procreate. You can't control them. Like, it just, and, but it's all very, it's like roguish. It's all this very... This not put over dwarves. It, it's, it's all ASCII-based. Yeah. It's incredibly deep, but it's also incredibly awesome. I'd love to get into that. No way I'll ever have time to do that again. Uh, as far as hobbies go, um, probably sailing. I wish that I would have gotten into sailing You did sailing get into really, it. But I live, we live too far away from a sailing location.
1: No, we don't. Yes, there's we do. There's tons of lakes around here. No, there's not. What about Somersville Lake? Summersville Lake is two hours away. Okay, what about the, the lake there in Carter County? It's got boats on it, tons of but, them. Yeah, there, there's also, be, the rivers here, we got tons of rivers. You can't really
0: sail on a river very well. Well,
1: I mean, you can't.
0: Well, right? I definitely can't, especially with the, with the barges coming. You can't control a sailboat. <laughs> you know, like you can't You were a, a, a master
1: boat. sailor for like a week. No, I, I I was into it for about a year. Did you year. ever tell your sailing story on the show? Did that's, I... That was the great story. Which one are you talking about? The one where the, the guy was sailing. The, he was good at sailing. No? that would ring a bell to you? I Well, I will He went I, out and sank or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: There. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. That's yeah. So, yeah, this is a great story. So, I... Uh, this is what I was in. So I went out to where did we go? I think we went to Beach Fork or someplace yeah, like that. you'd sail
1: there too. That's only an hour away. Yeah, even an hour, but half it, hour.
0: And so it's longer than that. But uh, but anyway, we go out there, and I'm in a sunfish. Okay, a sunfish is <laughs> that like this is like when when you grow up on the water and you're about five or six years old, you start sailing on a sunfish. It's like it's like a kitty boat. It's a kitty sailboat. Okay, like you were in it as an adult. But I was in it as an adult. Okay. I, adults race them too. It's it's sort of like um it's sort of like car. Racing, you know, right. like uh, there's adults, despite that are it, in the fact that you
1: drove the, the cart, races the car
0: that's true, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, uh, I go out there in the sunfish, <laughs> and this guy has the monster mega sailboat. and yeah. I'm there sailing around, and I'm out there for like 45 minutes before the guy even gets it rigged,
1: yeah. And then as
0: soon as he launches, all the wind dies, and he's like, let's just go. And then he takes everything down, and he puts everything <laughs> back in. So, uh,
1: but anyway, that's, that's the my last sailing time story, went sailing. You yeah. That really was that it.
0: was literally the last time I went sailing. Uh, that's that's sad. One day, if we ever move to an area that's closer to sailing, I want to get back into it. I'll go in the boat with you both. All right. Yeah. I'm a master captain. I got the hat and everything. No, you lost the hat. The hat's, no, I got the, the blue when you lost. Oh, you're right. I did yeah. lose it because I was going to wear it to wrestling. Pathetic. Uh, Crazy Loomis asks.
1: <laughs> wow, when this guy has your question, you know it going to good.
0: <laughs> What's the best, oh, this is a good one for you, Aaron. Oh, okay. good. What's the best snack to have with a Mountain Dew? Oh, man. Well, bam.
1: There you go. Unfortunately, I got no snacks. We haven't had lunch dinner. Yeah. We got
0: hoes. What's the best snack to have with a Mountain oh, Dew?
1: Man, you know what I'm into here recently? As I, I, I mean, I love them, but I like these soft pretzels. Oh yeah, and you could yeah. you, know, you Now, listen, they call them super pretzels.
0: Yep. Put it in the microwave. Let me
1: tell you something. You couldn't get one of these things around here. You would have you, you could kill a guy. Well, you have to go to the ballpark, deal. you? No, no. You, I buy them at the store. You see, and you cook them. and It tastes great. They're just like the ones at the ballpark. So I bought... I, I bought Six or eight boxes I cleared out in the Walmart in Ohio and Kentucky, mm-hmm. and I store them at the freezer in my lab. <laughs> yeah, and when I need some right at the house, the when I need some at the house, I go in there and grab them I'm gonna drive home at a breakneck speeds so that don't dethaw you know, and throw them in our fridge. So I've got like about five in the freezer at the lab, couple in the freezer at the pad. That's a good, good system. Go. In fact, when we get done tonight, as sure as God made little green apples, Bo, I'm gonna be rolling into the house and firing me up. Two of those pretzels. Now let me ask eat. you a question. One of the, the
0: problems that I have with these is I've I heard them getting the salt to stick to them. What's the answer? Well, to see, that? that's
1: the dumb guy issue because, and this to sounds stupid. You're be like that doesn't work. Wrong. What you do is you take these things out of the freezer. Mm. You run them under the tap. Oh, get right? them wet. That's right. You sprinkle the sugar. I mean, the salt on there or sugar, whatever. Yeah pepper you want to put on them (laughs) and you cook them and in the cooking there's a chemical reaction i can't get into it because you don't know enough about chemicals science that adheres the salt to the pretzel and that's when you eat that sucker it's good eating i'll keep that in mind that's the yeah andy craig are you going to
0: answer the question oh i'm sorry you're right uh you know i like here's something that's changed about me you know i used to be all about like doritos um, I, mean, I don't
1: like Doritos anymore. Like
0: um, uh, barbecue chips, sour cream oh, and onion. those are good eating. Now, now my favorite kind of chip is just plain Lay's. Oh just plain. man, and Why
1: does that not surprise me, Bo?
0: I don't know why it is, but I, I really like just a plain potato You're chip. You're
1: the kind of guy that if he gets a tattoo, it's just a UPC symbol on your forearm. That would be hideous. No, I'm just saying, it's just don't be generic for I'm, God's sake. I can't sakes. help who I, I am. just like plain Lay's. What kind of ice cream do you like? I don't like ice cream, I just eat crushed ice. <laughs> Come on! (laughs) Is it just me?
0: Okay, Andy Craig asks, In the grand tradition of naming Amiga main boards, what would you call a board if you were tasked with naming a new one?
1: Depends on how well the board worked. (laughs) If it worked horribly, if it overheated, if it caused me lots of problems, i got a name for it. All right, which I'm not going to go into. I think you know what it is. Otherwise, I would probably name boards after my pets. I got Icky, the cat. I got Snowball, the cat over here. So Icky and Snowball, and maybe I can even work the Lukester in there. Or you could go with wrestling names. That'd be kind of fun. The worst ones, Mm -hmm. like the Maestro or something. Some real dumb wrestlers, you know. Uh, the maestro uh, seems cool he's, like oh, he's, he's alright what about you what would you name the board um, I'd
0: go with uh, characters from the Canadian kids television show Under the Umbrella Tree
1: are you sure you're not Canadian Iggy it makes iguana. sense it makes Jacob, sense. Jacob the Blue Jay. i never heard of that goofy cartoon. Well, you Is should... that some kind of Nickelodeon garbage?
0: Uh, it was run on Nickelodeon, but it was CBC at first. There you go.
1: Just like Caillou, right? Uh, the other generic show.
0: Caillou's kind of cool.
1: Oh, yeah. Nothing cooler than that geek. That freaky, <laughs> big-headed freak. Listen, some of us he have He would roll eggs. into the Peanuts gang, and they'd beat him down. <laughs> Even Linus would take advantage of that dork. <laughs> Cage
0: match, Andy oh. Craig says.
1: Jack Trammell versus
0: Steve Jobs. Who would win? Oh,
1: Jack Trammell would kill him. Okay,
0: but yeah, first of all, Jack Trammell—I'm pretty sure—is a Holocaust survivor. Yes, he is. So he's going to destroy yes. Namby-Pamby Steve he's Jobs. Crush yeah, him. yeah,
1: his son would crush him too. They could tag, beat him up. That who asked that?
0: Yeah, uh, that way. Are you Craig. kidding
1: me? Who would you pick to beat Trammell? I wouldn't pick anybody because yeah. also he'd have a gimmick. Right. He's the kind of guy that would pull a fork or something out and go to work on your forehead. That's right.
0: That's right. So if it were a tag team match. Who would you choose as the partner for each of these guys? Well,
1: Jack and his son mm-hmm. would go in there. And we're talking about uh, who... Steve he'd Jobs gotta have and... laws. He'd have to be the partner. and He would get murdered, too. I would go with Bill Gates. would be the ultimate geek, geek
0: boy combo.
1: I would like to see them both get <laughs> slaughtered by Tramels. It <laughs> yeah, would be good. And the funny thing is, the Tramels would have foreign objects, but you can be darn sure so they wouldn't pay for them. They would just hold out payment until the place that made the object went under and then they'd take them over. That's right. That's the how we do it. Yeah.
0: Steve asks, what's your favorite English soccer team and why is it Liverpool? (laughs) English
1: soccer? My favorite English soccer team is no English soccer team. I
0: kind of feel like that stuff doesn't exist. I'm going to go with Arsenal. It's like people just talk about. Arsenal? Uh,
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with
0: Sheffield United. Because that's where I used to live. Now, did, no, I'm uh, going to go with Sheffield City. Because I think they're the team that nobody cares about.
1: Yeah. Are they, like, so, at a lower
0: yeah, echelon? Yeah, they're, they're on a lower echelon.
1: I would root for, like, it'd be fun to get on the ground floor of a really crap team that's, like, on the
0: rise. Well, that's the great thing about English soccer, you know, is that... Doesn't sound that good. Any, any team, like, there's no such thing as, like, professional leagues and, like, amateur. Like, they have an FA Cup, right? Yeah. And, like, a, like... like Like, the team over there at the Valley Park could ascend through the ranks all the way to the top. Yeah, but let's face
1: facts. How many of these teams ascend? Most of them are jobbers. Well. I've looked at these lists and stuff. It's like the Bum Masters. These guys get murdered. They're like the Bill Mulkey of soccer. Now I will say that when I was in Sheffield, they had
0: a poster of the, the Sheffield soccer player, and their um, their sponsor was Sheffield uh, Children's Hospital. Yeah. And on their thing, they had a teddy bear with his arm in a sling with a frowny face. How odd. That's not going to like inspire you to win.
1: I don't know. Maybe that's they're sending a the message. We're going to break your maybe arm. Maybe so. We're going to send gonna be, you. You're going to look Hospital. like this teddy bear.
0: Pajaco sixty five oh two asks if you could ask one person one question and they could only tell the absolute truth, who would you ask and what would you ask them?
1: Oh, man, now that is a riveting question. You go first this time. I've been going first. You go ahead. (sighs) One person, you ask them one question, they had to tell the truth. I'm going to have to go back to
0: Jesus again. I'm going to have to say, listen. Metal Jesus or regular Jesus? I don't speak about that guy. I'm going to just say, listen. Is it, is it, what do you think? That's what I'd say. I'd say what do what you does think? that? That's not a question. And I'd be like, that's you, more I'd be a little, I'd be a little intimidating too. To Jesus? <laughs> I might bury him. You're a horrible, you know.
1: horrible religious guy. I'm calling up the girl. You guys can go bad about the people in the corner. I would want to know an unknowable mystery. You know what I'm saying? Like, like who would you approach about that? Oh gosh, I'd have to really think about it. Uh, to, because to, you're going to want to know something uh, like a, some, a, a mystery that is that goes throughout history, you know that you would never know. Like, like
0: what about like ancient aliens?
1: Who would you yeah, ask? I don't know. I don't watch
0: that show. But well, I'm just talking about like the, you know like something like that. Like the aliens were they behind all of the technology? That's a that's an unknowable mystery.
1: Well, I'm trying to think of who's the most mysterious guy that I know that is so mysterious you make you wonder if what he did was real. The chud? No. <laughs> No, no, not the judge. Do you know what he did was real? No, I don't think it was fake. No one would purposely do that themselves. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go uh, with uh, you know I would. There's a lot of rumors surrounding uh, Caesar's intentions, Mark Antony mm-hmm. and his successor, and what his and if he planned on appointing himself basically god. So I think I would ask him that. Like, where were you going to draw the line, Caesar? Because there's speculation that he got killed because they were trying to head him off with the pass from getting ultimate power, which is... You have to understand how that all worked, because they'd given him sort of ultimate power, but they were worried that they didn't give it to him, he'd take it anyway. They wanted to do it legally so they could screw him later. So they put a time limit on his ultimate power, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I would like to ask him, were you going to seek a full-on ultimate power, or were you content with your station? Because there's some speculation that he had... Groomed at someone to take over for him in some capacity. So that's, I would ask Julius Caesar that. I'm going to go way back. Okay. Bro. There you go. Okay. Good answer.
0: Sheffield Wednesday. That was the name of their lower team, their lower
1: tier team. Sheffield Why is it Wednesday. called that?
0: I think because they practiced on Wednesdays. Man, they're really running out of ideas, the soccer team. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, David Hearn Ryder asks Have you seen a rugby league match like NFL without the protection? Absolutely. Absolutely. The Philadelphia fighter, are the top team in the U.S. Oh, I don't watch U.S. rugby. Ever. I've never, I've watched
1: some rugby, but I've never watched a complete match. You know, back in the day, when I lived up on the mountain, we got a little thing called ESPN2. And this the is when ESPN2 didn't show nothing. Mm-hmm. They showed cooking shows. They showed, But they showed rugby from, like, Australia. Right. They also showed Australia was football. That's mm-hmm. where I saw that, too. Now, listen, you got rugby, and then you got rugby, where the sucker's... Whooping that tail, mm-hmm. big muscular. Because these guys, it's not like in America. I mean, now listen, American rugby's come a long way, okay? But these are big, husky, yeah, scumbag. because they're the first tier
0: athletes in their country. That's, right. yeah. That's right. That's
1: right. That's right. they yeah. like the, all it's the, the same reason athletes.
0: why soccer is not big in this
1: country because all the first tier athletes go to our sports. Exactly. Exactly. And so, and let me tell you something. I got into it. Mm-hmm. I got into. I got into rugby. I got into Australian rules football and I got into sumo. Mm-hmm. I loved all of those because so I could see them. Right. And they were interesting. Now, I didn't realize how fixed sumo was. Mm-hmm. That really brought me down on yeah. it. But it's neat to be able to experience these sports you don't get to normally see. I never got into American rugby. I don't follow any college teams. It's not because they're no good. or I don't know if there's a pro league. I to run right. into them. Right. Then you never see them. I've never seen a pro What about you? Rugby? I, did, I,
0: I honestly did not think that there was a pro rugby team in the United know. States. I didn't know. Yeah, I had no idea. So,
1: congrats to the Philadelphia fight. Good yeah. work. Also, I hate Philadelphia. You hate every big city. No, not all of them, but I don't like Philadelphia. Have you been to Philly? Yeah. I don't know. It's No good.
0: Uh, super Tech Boy writes... What do you consider the best and worst video game to movie adaptation?
1: Oh, man. Video game to movie. So it started out as a video game and went to a movie. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not what you think. Some people would well, say know, Mortal Kombat is 3 party, but there's much worse. People
0: say, well, it's, you know, Super Mario Bros. always comes horrible. up in these. In these yeah,
1: and that up I there.
0: have not seen that since I saw it when I was a kid in the theater. Yeah. So maybe it's great now. No. Who knows? It's horrible. Okay. So that, that one, that one is number one the with a bullet
1: in terms of like what you had and what you got. Mm-hmm. They had unlimited budget. They had a big property. They had big name actors. Right. And what they got was crap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Double Dragon is horrible. All right. It's horrible. I couldn't even set through Doom. I couldn't set through freaking. Uh, uh, what was the other one? Some of the Mortal Kombat sequels were god awful. Which one was
0: the one where they rolled around in the hamster balls? I don't know that one, so I didn't see. I it. think that was Mortal Kombat
1: three, uh, but uh, available uh, to straight to VHS. Yeah, no kidding. So there have been so many. Oh, the uh, like some of the later Resident Evil, Evil sequels that were no good, and I love the chick in those movies, but man, uh, but but Double Dragon is particularly heinous. It's mm. awful bad. Uh, so, but there's a man. There's so many. My God, I never saw the <laughs> Sonics. I don't know about those. And you ever see those? No, those are new. Yeah. Those are just a
0: couple years well, old. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and this Super Tech Boy's second question: When you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Astronaut. Yeah. When I was a kid, kid like yeah. five or six, I wanted to be an astronaut because yeah. that was we grew up when it was awesome. Yeah. Not like now. Yeah. Now it sucks. David Hearn Ryder asks: What adventure game have you played not finished, and one day hope to return and finish?
1: I don't play a lot of adventure games. Um, you know, I, I'm going to count this as an adventure game. I have never beaten the original Prince of Persia. I would love to do it. And there is an adventure there. So I'm going to, I'm going to cheat and say that. That yeah. is not an answer, but we'll There's move an on. adventure going on. There's
0: an adventure in every game. Not every game. What about, uh, what about uh, Tetris? Tetris, yeah. What about 3D Tic Tac Toe? Listen, 3D Tic Tac Toe is one of the most adventurous what games. What about I know. Rubik's
1: Cube for the 2600? Yeah, I could okay, go on. You got me there. All right.
0: Um, so uh, for me, I bought a bunch of the uh, Lucas Arts Telltale um, Monkey Island games. Yeah. And they I thought they were really good. Yeah. And I, I beat the first couple. Uh, also, the Strong Bad games, the Homestar Runner, which I think were also made by Telltale. Uh, I think that the Telltale adventure games are really good and really funny. I just don't. I I just get away from them and I forget that I have them. So those I, are my two. I thought
1: of another one. And okay. This one. This one meets your criteria. Your strict criteria. Lucas had a game called Full Throttle. Mm-hmm. It's about a motorcycle yeah. guys. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty cool game. Okay. And so that was one I never beat. Uh, either. And so that one would meet your strict criteria. Yes,
0: because that's a point-and-click adventure.
1: He didn't um, say point-and-click. He, said, well, he
0: said, what adventure game? Point-and-click text adventure FMV or whatever. Or whatever. Okay, there you go. Prince of Persia. Paul, a.k.a. Hermski, asks, if you could choose any 8-bit game to be
1: converted to VR, what would you choose oh, and why? Well, you're the guy that owned a whole full... Do you still own the full VR rig? I'm thinking about selling it. Have, do you use it much? Nope. VR. Well, we no. should get stuff to play that. What do you mean? I want to play it. I don't have to do any VR. I'll let you have it. Don't give it to me. I want to play it with you. How do we do that? We'll get together real close, you know? And I don't think it works that way. Close one eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 uh, but, so an 8-bit um, property that I could convert into a VR game. Right. Bam. I got it. Forbidden Forest. I'm done. That is pretty I'm good. out. Thank you. Thank you. You can't beat that. Yeah. Well, try. Try to beat it.
0: Dizzy... <laughs> yeah,
1: Forbidden
0: Forest. Would you force. really
1: try to beat it with something? I, I you love eight bit games. Pick one. Adam's Family. What about that in VR?
0: No, that would be. Can horrible. you imagine the jumps in that? Yeah, I really Forbidden Forest is a great. That's a great choice. I'm going to go with that too. I'm no, stealing oh my your God,
1: answer. what a what a hosier.
0: Christian Rusell asks: Are John's students aware of his retro passions and the depth and breadth of the podcast he produces? And if so, what do they think of it? Uh, yes, most of them are familiar with the fact that I have a YouTube channel. 0% of them have any interest whatsoever because uh, you know the the way that we the games that we talk about it would be like, if your if your teacher had a uh, a podcast about the radio hits of the twenties, yeah, this is the uh, this is the level of interest kids that. have That'd be cool. in, uh, in, in in retro video games. So they think it's cool that I have a YouTube channel that's got uh, subscribers. They don't think it's cool that I talk
1: about games they're not interested in. Those are two. Uh, just, we've got to talk about these in the chat. There's two good answers. They're better than what you had, which was none. Three yeah. D Death Chase. Yeah, that's the first game we played on the uh, ZX yep. i all, and then yep. also. Uh, Law of the West, which that was a cool game in C Four. Oh, Happy's cranking them out. Star Wars Arcade, I can see it. They'll mm-hmm. probably come along. I now. think that actually
0: already exists. Yeah, I, they think they I know they got a like Star that. Wars yeah. game of some sort. Uh Same question about to you, Aaron. What do your colleagues think about your retro passions?
1: I tried like gangbusters to keep them from knowing about my retro passions because I didn't want them to know I did a show because I've, I've occasionally done a little thing or two in the lab, mm-hmm. um, but they know. About the big bosses. he He knows. knows. Oh, yeah, they think it's they they know they know I'm a strange guy, I guess. They think they're wrong, they're the strange one, but uh, they don't know that. Oh, they, they, a lot of people, if you say, Yeah, I've got a YouTube channel, they think you're the biggest, like everyone knows you, right? Right? It's like, well, let's say a small tier Mm -hmm. YouTube channel, we're not like uh, getting millions of subscribers, Uh, and so but so that it's in some ways it's funny. Because when they, they'll tell people, oh, he's got a YouTube channel, like, look him up. And they can look me up, but I'm there. And provided they don't look at the size of the channel or any of the content, we're golden. Because mm-hmm. all they just check me out. <laughs> uh, so, but no, it's not something I talk about. Now, my, my buddy at work does, does know. And, and we often talk about, uh, we often discuss some of the stuff we talk about the, the show, biggest thing, it. the
0: only thing that's ever impressed anybody was when I told people I got to go to Ireland. And they're like, wow, that's awesome. So that's, that's been the only bit when I'm like, yeah, I've got a YouTube channel. And we talk about old video games. And have I'm you, like, Have you heard of the Amiga? And then I see the glassy eyed stare. Have you
1: told them about Boat Fest? Uh I mean it's some, an event yeah. dedicated to you. Some boat. of my
0: teacher friends know about Boat Fest, yeah.
1: Yeah. Did we you mention your your accolade on the show any of the shows today? We didn't. We don't
0: have to mention that.
1: We should that. mention that because the Boat Boat is now the teacher of the year in Putnam County. Just middle school. Congratulations, middle school Boat. Yeah, looks that's the hardest school. <laughs> Name a harder one. He's the middle. He's not the band director of the year. He's not the Winfield teacher. That guy that gets a big bottle can of coke. This is the teacher, the one teacher across all the classes of the year, Putnam County, John Bodek of Car It's true. Excellent work, folks. You. And you. you're taking and then. You've got that accolade, that, and then you go to Boat Fest with that? That's true, right. I That's well, going to turn into big bucks, I'll brother. I'll bring the plaque to Boat Fest. Give it up for the boat here. <laughs> That's the shoot. He's actually Teacher of the Year, That's Boat. True. Didn't think you were going to win it, did you? I didn't. I didn't think I made it. a few calls, Boat. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Chris Folds
0: asks, What tune from a video game would you have played at your funeral?
1: <sighs> the opening theme from Blood Money comes to mind. Also, one I thought about this. <laughs> unrelated why. But the th- opening theme to Zool, it's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All the cartoon sound I <laughs> just see people trying to mourn, I, and that song's played in the background. I, I
0: think you should attach that onto your gravestone, and you'd be able to push the button <laughs> just whenever you walk up to
1: it. I mean, either one, but that would be certainly the wackiest one to put up there. What about you? I, there's a song on
0: the Katamari Damacy soundtrack <laughs> called, Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. I'd really like to have. Called, uh, it's called Roll You Up Into My Life. Yeah, That's what I'd want to have played you know, at my funeral. It's a
1: great song. song, and I love it because it's cheesy. You ever played the Dreamcast Soul Soul Caliber? Uh, yeah, but I don't recall like, it. Plays a song, and the videos it's just great Japanese cheese. Mm-hmm. That one will be a, in the third place. You know song. what Rob's gonna have played at his, at his funeral? He's gonna
0: have the high score music from the C64 version of Commando played at his funeral. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what other one would be good is the music from that uh, Monty Mole game. That thing's great.
0: I don't recall. That, that was thinking it was an ARG thing.
1: Yeah, it I mean, was yeah. really
0: good. Uh, let's see, um, Barkman asks, regular or zero soda, or like, you know, diet soda?
1: Both, but this has a zero right here. It depends on what they have got and what I've got access to. I have- But I'll drink pretty much anything.
0: I don't drink a lot of pop, which you relentlessly mock me for, for some unknown reason. You relentlessly
1: mock you for that? Every time I'm like, I don't really drink a lot of pop, you're like, I hate people like you! No, I don't. The reason I say that's because why, you, as you say, I don't drink a lot of pop. You're drinking straight tequila from a plastic bottle. I didn't say it was for health reasons. I just don't. I just
0: don't. It, I don't drink it like I just. I just got out of a habit. But when I do drink it, I've discovered so going back here recently, I really dislike Coke, like Coca-Cola. Yeah. And I like Pepsi. Yeah. I like Pepsi. I'm the same way. Yeah. Um, Dave, Although
1: that, the Mexican Coke's pretty good. I right haven't that. had the you know the oh, straight sugar, sugar Coke sugar before, cream, yeah. brother. It's good.
0: Uh, David Hearn Writer asks, "When was the last time you took a drive just for the sheer pleasure of it?" And Aaron, he says, "I know you drive lots
1: every day, so it might have been a while ago for you." <sighs> it's it's been a while because I do drive. It's like the old when. How often does the mailman take a walk on his day off? Right. That's the way I feel. But I do listen i will say i enjoy my drives more than almost anyone because i'm and you know this from knowing me i'm a real natural splendor kind of guy like i was going from one jail to another uh last week and i went i got up over this hill and it's in a farm part of flatter part of kentucky and both sides of the road were just farmlands and they had all these purple plants you know you know and it was just it was just beautiful and Mm -hmm. i just i was just like my god i just left the jail and I'm going to another jail, and I got two more jails to go to that. But I was just like, this is the best. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful, sunny day. And look at this. I mean, you, where can you get this? Right. You can't. So most of the time, I'll look at the drives uh, that I go on as a, as a privilege, mm-hmm. not, a, not a detriment. Now, the ride back and forth to work, detriment. Yeah, that's Because all the traffic drive. and stuff. That's horrible. But uh, like when we went to visit Pat, mm-hmm. beautiful. I told Lou, look at these beautiful creeks and the valleys. We're we're incredibly fortunate yeah. because we live here. Mm-hmm. So every drive is a scenic drive. Yeah.
0: I feel the same way. You know, when I drive to school in the morning, I purposefully take the back way. I go sixty down past, and then take a, the eight seventeen back up by the old drive the mm-hmm. drive in up to yeah. Winfield. Yeah, and I love that drive. I love yeah. it every day. Uh, so, and I also I'll tell you my favorite my very favorite place to drive is on sixty. Just uh, before you get when you drive past Culloden, before you get to Milton, and there's this grove of trees on the like in the summertime where it completely yeah. covers the road. Just past the Dollar General.
1: Plus, and, you yeah. know you're on your way. You're on your way to the coal miners' lounge. That's <laughs> true. That's true. So you know you get this beautiful scenic wonder before you hit the coal miners' lounge. Then so you're in. <laughs> then the flea markets there. Man, yep. you're right, Bo. That is beautiful. It's When's beautiful the last time ride. you and Eve just hop in the car and took a drive? Women she, love that. She
0: works all the time. Uh huh. So we we I mean. We never, we never give take her right. a day off, would you? Listen, I want her to take tons of days off. And no, you give her a day off. Don't work her I, in the you, yard when she's got a five-day week. Listen, I can't help what she does. I, you know, I, I've got, I've got my own crossed bears. We'll you should give your certificate that. to her. My what? Your certificate oh, for teaching? She, yeah, she, because she enables you to just does, concentrate
1: fully on teaching. She does.
0: She does. She was out there. She's doing this this yard leveling project right yeah. now. She's bought a bunch of soil, and she's like hand-leveling the yard. Oh, man. I need so, to do that
1: for my pool. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, okay. I can't believe we had all these questions, and we're really getting a lot of good ones here. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Paul, aka Hermski, asks, how often do you perform an oil change in your vehicle? Never. <laughs> I never change my own oil. I don't no, have No, no, no. I mean, maybe oh. it's uh, may, how 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 many miles well, between let's,
1: changes. I have changed my philosophy on oil changes as, as years have rolled <laughs> on, because... In the old days, I never ever got oil changes ever because my cars were double garbage, mm-hmm. and I never did it. I would put oil in them because they would burn through right. it, but I never got the oil change. Now, in my current vehicle, yes, whatever the t- it's time to get an oil change, I go get. How the oil many change. miles is it? I just they put a sticker on my car and oh. tell they tell me when to come okay. get one. That's so I
0: mean. my they always put three thousand miles on there, yeah. uh, but every car is different. My car is seventy five hundred miles in between changes, yeah. so uh, that's it.
1: Now I know people that do their own oil changes.
0: Yeah, not a, not me. Can Eve
1: do one? Uh, she probably do have if she her shoved out of the car. The thing that. is,
0: it's so cheap and it's so easy. You don't have to it's worry about the disposal. Cheap. I pay
1: big money for that. I, I go to that, that ten minute deal and it's roll. You literally say it in your car. I go to. I don't sit in my car,
0: but I go to Walmart and they and they do it. No, and it's I'll like forty five dollars. I trust those guys. Kind of I trust them with my life. Um, Christian Russell says he recently watched the Kevin Costner Hatfield McCoy miniseries which got yeah. me thinking have either of you ever held a serious grudge or feuded with some someone? If so, tell all. Have oh. you ever feuded you with someone? you with
1: me over stuff. That's not a feud. I've, I was a feud for my life as they'd say on the, on the show. <laughs> I heard that show was good. Kevin Costner is such a horrible actor that it's hard for me to watch anything he does. I mean, he, he's always the same. How this guy ever got into acting? I mean, I don't like a lot of his movies, but he's the worst actor in all of his films. Um, did I ever be in a feud? You know, I'm, I'm a pretty, I am I'm pretty try to be uh, get along with people, you know? I suppose when I was a kid, I, my next-door neighbor didn't like me. He wouldn't beat me up, you know? And I was kind of scared of him, despite the fact that I was a real big guy. He was real fast, he was in the wrestling team. One time he just kept taking me down, I couldn't do nothing. I didn't know what to do, I was a doofus. So I just walked away a ran, sort of crying.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, when so. I consider a feud, like, it's got to be, like, protracted, and it's something, like, for an adult. Like, kids don't really have feuds, you know? Like, you, there's people you avoid. And so, like, there's co-workers that I have that we don't speak to each other, not because I don't want to speak to them, but because they hold a grudge against something that I've done from many years ago. And, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And
1: you're sordid past?
0: Yeah. And, uh, you i mean deserve, this,
1: do they deserve to hate you no oh.
0: no uh, i was I, I feel like i was in the right but uh, so i could, i guess that's probably the feud but i would gladly be friendly with this person but i'm not going to go out of my way to be friendly to them if they don't want to be friendly with
1: you. I, i'm fixing the feud with some people in the ball league i'm getting yeah. i'm working on a feud right now but i'm not up there are yet. you preparing your phone call i'm preparing the soliloquy i'm going to i'm going to cut a promo on this guy that would make Ric Flair bow down. That's I'm going to
0: unload. you got to tape that, stream that. I may boy. do it.
1: That might, yeah, might as well get, you know, get a little buckaroo right, out of it. Right, right.
0: Put it up as a Facebook reel. Uh, Paul, a.k.a. Hermski, asks, what
1: is your fi- earliest gaming memory? Uh, well, my earliest gaming memory that was at home was one of those Pong machines, because my uncle had one. I don't remember the one. And my earliest gaming memory, not at home, was either the uh, was either the that gunfight game, you know, where the two guys stand on the side of the mm-hmm. screen with the coach that goes through, right. or the original Space Invaders. because they had both those at my local Hex. I don't know which one I saw first. <clears throat> uh, we went to a lot of uh, arcades, but before they had video games, they had like the mechanical stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you count those. I saw tons of those before I saw video games.
0: Those are crazy big money these days. Well, like the
1: baseball ones, mm. or like the ones where you fly stuff, helicopters, and right. stuff. those are super freaking cool. Yeah. Or the shooting galleries. Mm. They I saw those, but in terms of video games, it'd be Pong, one of the Pong machines, and it would be those two other games. What about you?
0: I was about five when we moved to Hurricane, and um, my next door neighbor, who was my best friend growing up, I still remember this to this day, the first time I ever saw a video game, I walked into a, a bedroom and they had a 2600 setup, and it was playing Pac-Man. Yeah, oh, man. And I was just like, this is the greatest thing ever. It's the greatest thing ever. And then the first time I saw a video game outside of the house was going to Kmart, and they had an NES hooked up right by the where you check out at Kmart, like on the end cap of, a, of the thing, and I saw that. And I was probably about six or seven then.
1: Very so, good, very yeah. good. But
0: uh, Chris Folds writes, have you ever... Oh, I'm sorry, I missed one. Lord Soup. Writes. Oh, you don't want to miss M. Yeah, I They'll don't want to miss you
1: it. He'll stick you.
0: He says, often manufacturers try to make console versions of successful computers. I yeah. didn't know that was the case. Are there any consoles that you think should have been home computers? Oh, I see. I see. He's. I was thinking about the other way around. But yeah, that's definitely true. Like the C64 tried to make a console version or the XEGS More and stuff B, like that. Yeah. So are there <laughs> any consoles that you think should have been home computers?
1: Well, I mean... You could say like one of like the PlayStation Three comes to mind. I believe you could run Linux on it, Mm -hmm. Uh, so that one would come to mind. The Xbox effectively was a Windows computer. Dreamcast was ran a a version of Windows CE, Uh, so you could all those would come to mind. If you're talking about classic stuff, I mean, (sighs) boy, it was tried and failed so many. Not just I mean, think about the Aquarius was in there. The Atari the twelve, the Atari twenty six hundred. Well,
0: even the you know the NES in Japan had a keyboard and had yeah. BASIC and all this stuff. Yeah.
1: Um, so I'm trying to think of some that didn't get a, a conversion to a computer or like even I mean they almost well, all did. Here's the thing: what
0: you need to have to have a successful console that's turned into a computer is you have to have rewritable media. Okay. Yeah. And that's where all of these things failed because the 2600, you know, it had that keyboard. Lots of things had a keyboard, but if you don't have a way to say to write programs and save them, then you've got nothing. You've got nothing.
1: Let's go with here's one because this thing desperately needed an edge. Okay, I'm going to go in left field here, but you ready for this? I'm ready. The 3DO. This thing had a decent chipset. It, mm-hmm. it had had uh, CD capabilities. So you could burn CDs for it at least. <clears throat> it had memory cards and whatnot, and it it had uh, the uh, uh, networking capability, such as it was, and I think it would be powerful enough to have been a halfway decent machine. Mm-hmm. And since it was not that great a console, maybe that could have been it, given it an edge that it didn't otherwise have, because it clearly couldn't stand up against what the competition was all about.
0: Yeah, I know?
1: mean, I was thinking about stuff like the twenty
0: six hundred or even the the Nintendo, but. I don't think that, maybe the Nintendo, but like the 2600, it physically could not display like text on the screen, like a 40-column right. display yeah. that you need to have to write code or something I like mean, that. I mean,
1: think so. about, let's think, go just for a second. Think about all the consoles that got turned into computers, okay, so they, or, had, or were given computer-like capabilities. The Atari 2600, the mm-hmm. Intellivision, the Coleco, uh, they were all, you, you mentioned the, the NES, the Famicom, mm-hmm was another one. None of those were successful. I don't know how successful the Famicom computer not, system was. Not successful. But, I mean, I've seen some stuff where they used it for different stuff. Uh, but uh, uh, none of those were successful. I mean, they weren't even... In fact, a couple who killed their companies. Right. The Aquarius and the Atom flat out killed their parent company. Super Tech Boy says
0: Neo Geo. That could be interesting. That could be interesting. I, I don't
1: know. know about the Neo Geo's cap I don't know. Yeah. You know, so, I mean... And you've got something like the sixty-eight thousand. that's as close as you're going to get to a computerized neo geo i think they're similarly capable right they're not really compatible that's way. good that's but, a
0: good point you know, so chris folds writes have you ever turned down a pay rise
1: i don't think so N- yes i take that back uh i had a job at i was i worked at acs i scanned micro fees into computers for an insurance company uh, and the day they offered me a full-time position with full benefits i quit mm. so i guess that would count and the reason i quit because my dad had gotten ill and i wanted to come home i was afraid it was really bad thankfully it was not dad's still around doing great was this in lexington this is when i lived like that's a, that was the last job i had before i moved back to west virginia was this job and the day they made me a full time employee, I left. Mm-hmm. I had to, I told him I was like, listen, this is I, it's finally you've done this. I got to go. Mm-hmm. And I, I was I gave him my one week. I was like, I must. I was, it was pretty bad. I mm-hmm. was thinking it was gonna be bad, so I left. So I guess I yes, I did do it at one time.
0: Well, when you teach, you don't you don't get to turn down pay rises because they come and you, you you just have to take it. There's no way you can accept less than what you get. However, I guess I should count the time that I. Had the opportunity to double my salary taking that job at state, and I ended up not. You know, doing I was that.
1: just talking to my buddy about that situation because you'll recall I thought you were the biggest moron I'd ever seen. It's like you're an idiot. You just turned out all this money, and we'd also rearranged all the shows, did right. a bunch of legwork to make sure your move went easily. But uh, you have proven by getting this big certificate that you made the right call because you told me you did it for the kids, brother. Most people say that you're like, listen, this geek. But I know you did it because because you weren't doing it for the money, uh, and it, you know, and of course you got back at the worst time when COVID kicked back right, in. Right. So we know you did it for the kids and it paid off. So you showed me. I'll well, shut the hell up next time you make a move. Benz uh, asks, "When what, what was the last game you couldn't wait to get home and play?" Well, this one's on the list right here. I sat on this for a long time. I'm, if you're listening, this is uh, uh, Nick uh, Nick Miranda's zero hour which we just uh, looked at uh, on the Cocoa show this month man i've been holding on to this thing i'd seen a lot of the preview footage and stuff and i was dying to play it but i wanted to wait until we looked at it Mm -hmm. and and we and we go monthly so i sat there this thing sat on my shelf i opened it they came in and i played it as soon as i could And and it's quite good i recommend it but that one the most recently that one's the one
0: uh, for me, it was when I bought a 3DS and the Zelda game that came out on that. So this is recent. Mm-hmm. I bought it at the mall, and uh, Eap wanted to continue to shop, and so I actually went out to the car and fired it up in the car and played it until the battery ran that out. That
1: makes me happy that you're still in it. I'm still like six years how, old. How long ago was this? This was in like 20, uh 2014. So, so we hadn't done the show yet. No, it was I w- pre-show. I wonder yeah. if people like that now because you play. We play so much now. Would you still be that fired no, up?
0: No. My whole attitude toward video games has shifted markedly since we started yeah. doing these shows. Um, Paul, uh, A.K.A. Hermski, asks, "What's the one thing you'd like to go back in time to unlearn?"
1: If I could turn back time and unlearn, yep. is this so we can relearn it and re-enjoy learning? Or you t- can, you can take this as you will. One thing I'd like to, I wish I could unlearn my love of pizza, but probably be a pretty big <laughs> I don't know if you could unlearn that. <laughs> you know, I'm going to dovetail off something I mentioned on the last Ask the Amigos. I would go back and unlearn French because my whole life would be different if I'd never taken French. That's, yeah. So, because I think when that I counts. went to college and ended up bombing out of college, it was directly related to taking college French that I wasn't ready for. So, if I'd never taken French and never learned anything, which I would, to be honest with you, unlearning this is. <laughs> The lowest of unlearning, <laughs> but I my, I would probably have graduated from proper college, and I mean I'm I feel pretty happy where I'm right. at, but you never know. Right. So that's I'm gonna say that. You know, I thought about this because
0: I I remember I don't always read all these, but every once in a while I'll check in just to see what's there, and I thought about this. It's a really tough question to think about because you um I feel like everything you learn you benefit from, and if you if you unlearn it. I mean, maybe like a bunch of like uncouth jokes that I. You can
1: unlearn the hideous truth about someone that you, which you didn't know. That's true. That's true.
0: We'll go with that. Um, yeah, so, but you got to point out. I mean, you, you got. Well, yeah, know? there's a guy that I really respect. His name was John Vanier. He was a uh, I name and name. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a famous celebrity, oh, okay. and he's also dead. Oh, I um, like a But he reindeer. was. Uh, he started a home for um, for uh, uh, mentally impaired people all over the world called Larch, and it's a really fantastic organization. But it turns out that he was like a total scumbag and sexually molested all these women and, and all this stuff. And so Neil
1: Cosby. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So. That's, I'll go with that but that's a tough question Paul I'll have to ponder that more David Z asks what was the longest power outage you had to experience oh man well, I can answer I'll answer this one go first ahead. so it was about 94 or 95 somewhere around there and um, I was we just talked about Charlie's Creek I was with my buddy Logan at Charlie's Creek I used to go down there and spend the winters with him uh, when we were in school and uh, the power was out for uh, a week and a half. A week and a half is as long as I've gone without
1: power. Oh, yeah. We had a ice storm in Kentucky when I lived there. <clears throat> I had a house there. And one pole in my yard broke and severed the power to my house. Okay. As well as house, other houses, the power was out everywhere. But this was specifically to my house. It took them two weeks to get the power on. And so, for a while, and it was all, also, it was winter, by the way. Mm-hmm. And it was ice cold. So I stayed... There for a couple days. Then I went and stayed with my buddy at a hotel, which was horrible. This was horrible, because (laughs) that's a long story. And ultimately, I drove back to West Virginia. But I had no no power for two weeks. As long as I've personally been without power, which was when the Doratio came to town that first time and knocked out power for three or four days. That sucked. Yeah. Uh,
0: I remember being at his house, and we played so much Game Boy that like at night, we were sleeping in front of the fire because there was no heat. And I and I guess I was sleepwalking or something, but I was looking into the fire, and his mom was like, "What's going on, John?" And I was like, "I can't beat it. I can't beat this level." And she's like, "John, you're dreaming. Go back to sleep." Wow. Was, yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. man. But that's what. Yeah, that was it. I like that. Uh, Super Tech Boy asks, "If you had the chance to colonize a new solar system, but it was a one-way trip with no option of return to Earth, would you do
1: it?" Hell no. Yeah, I wouldn't do it either. Not I, now. I, 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 if like I was younger. Either. I might, but not now because I am you stop. You, you keep looking at the video game. You I'm looking at you. you. I'm seeing you look over there. We've got the well, arcade. What do machine. you expect me to do? What do the, you think about that, Aaron? We got the arcade machine lit up, and I'm, I'm Brit does the same thing. Well, it's because there's a screen in front of you. <laughs> it's funny. Stop looking at that screen. No, but I'm on that screen. <laughs> what was the question? We're moving on. You get too mad. I'm just saying. You can't help but look at Atlantis on the It's a good game. I love it too.
0: <laughs> ben says, I've been playing Solitarica for years on iPhone. Do either of you play games on your phone? And if you do, what's your go-to title? Oh, I do God. Not, I, I, do do. Not,
1: I do not play games on my phone. I play games on my phone. What uh, do you play? I play uh, this, a football game. that we Retro discussed. Bowl? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, we found Brent introduced me in to this on the ARG on an episode. It's a lot of fun. I also play uh, Spades. I also play uh, a Ticket to Ride. And I also play... Um, um, What's the other one called? What's that stupid game? Settlers of Catan. I play all of those games on my phone. So there you go. Oh, and also we've got uh, uh, Angry Birds. I'll play that occasionally too. Uh, let's see. Coming up next is...
0: Uh, I did play Angry Birds, I guess, when that was a big thing. Yeah. So, But I, I don't know. Really I, I got the, uh, the Star Wars one on there. Um, for the kid. Lord oh, Sup- and Chaos.
1: I got that on there, too. Okay. Yeah.
0: Lord Soup says, do you guys have a favorite wrestling promo? He says, his is Macho Man uh, referring to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat as a cup of coffee. That's a that's a very classic a classic uh,
1: uh, promo. What does he say? Well, I, mean, I can't tell you. For is it you racist? Know. No. Why oh, okay. No. Ricky Steamboat's also white. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what you're going or where you're going. I don't know. Uh, I would go, I would listen, I it's probably gonna be something. I'll tell you, the the pipe bomb is great from CM Punk. You That's, gotta you gotta explain because nobody's gonna be.
0: Oh yeah, the pipe bomb. You know, wrestling only wrestling fans would get any of these. No, you gotta you gotta say like I'm gonna come he, at you like a pipe he bomb. He said a
1: promo where he basically buried the promoter. He was leaving. He buried the promoter, buried the promotion. He buried all the top stars. Like he talked about people that were in other promotions. He talked to the people at home. I mean, it was a full burial, but it's super famous now. That was a real good promo. Uh uh, of course, Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair had so many great promos. Dusty's Hard Times promo is a classic. Ric Flair's had too many great promos to even—I mean, he's the best, you know. And Cornette has cut some awesome promos. Uh, so the old NWA guys are my favorite guys for the promos. I mean, they're outstanding. Although there are some good current workers now that can cut a good promo, uh, but those old guys are tough to beat.
0: I really like The Rock.
1: I think yeah, he cuts, he's another he one. He's very and, us, and, he's, yeah. and, and they're
0: funny, too. Yeah. Um, Mr. Chip asks
1: Are your freaks varied? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Mate, you say one dumb thing. I saw someone clip that, too. They are quite varied. Actually, you, that's not true. My freaks are hard all
0: kind to, of the same. They're
1: hard to find. <laughs> You're a freak magnet. Oh, Yeah.
0: Uh, Christian Russell asks, if you could speak three other foreign languages fluently, what would you choose?
1: I don't speak any fluently. Well, you got to pick three. Japanese okay. be number one. Spanish should be okay. number two. That gets all my wrestling covered right <laughs> That's there. That's true. Uh, and lastly, um, I would not. Oh, I'll tell you what, uh, uh, Norwegian. That would be fun to speak. Okay. Unless the people say that, I'm like, man, I, I want to get in on that.
0: I'd go Japanese, uh, French, and Thai.
1: That that makes sense for you, yeah. yeah. I would get you over, yeah. Uh,
0: David Z asks, "How many pepperoni rolls can you eat in one sitting?" I can answer this immediately. I can eat three if they're big, because uh, I got four when I ordered some the other day, and it was four was too many. Would you get Fireside? No, I went down to uh, the remember Books and Brews on Main Street. Yeah, they relocated the Charleston, and I went to their Charleston location. What's at Books and Brews now? Uh, there's a, a, a coffee place called The Drip. Oh yeah, I've seen that. I
1: wonder why they left. Anyway. I would go if you go to like by the way I would suggest you go to Fireside and get the pepperoni rolls as an appetizer. They good. Get two, just eat that your meal. Yeah, they're outstanding. Uh, I went to the ball game yesterday and they had pepperoni rolls. They're real good there too. Really? Yeah. People are baffled with these pepperoni rolls. They get a lot of questions about these. Listen, if you're not in West Virginia, you're out of the loop. It's the one thing. It's the only thing we got. <laughs> you know these pepperoni rolls. They're go. They're gold. They're good. They're so good. I'm like Boat. I you. I can eat three. You can eat more, but then right. you're, you're pushing it. it. And the mm-hmm. thing is, they, you get like these kind of like pepperoni rolls that are like, like little round rolls. Then you get the ones that are like, almost like a hoagie yeah, bun. Yeah, that's, that's
0: like a burrito. Those almost. are good yeah. eating.
1: And then you yeah. get the ones with the cheese in them. That's, yeah. that's your money pepperoni roll. That's right. Yeah. right. Datadog
0: says, is your muffin buttered? Would you like me to assign someone to mu- butter your muffin? I
1: like... I do like a little butter mm-hmm. on the muffin. I, I, I like to, the old uh, blueberry muffin. You know what I, I like? used to do?
0: when My mom would make blueberry muffins when I was a kid, yeah. and I would take a full like tub of Blue Bonnet, and every bite, I would just put a big dollop of butter <laughs> and take a bite out of the muffin, another big dollop. Holy
1: Yeah, I like the blueberry muffins. I like them chocolate chip muffins. Those mm-hmm. are good to eat. Yep, you know? yep. Uh, I don't necessarily need any butter. Normally, I don't butter the muffin at all. Right. But if it doesn't have any fruit in it, it's a you gotta have something. Up, you gotta put something on there. That's right. You know? Pajaco asks, "What's the
0: greatest chat up line you've ever heard or used?" That's like a pick, a pick, pick up, up line. Pick up a yep. girl.
1: Oh boy, you know it's. Do you ever use those? I've no. You seem like the kind of guy that might use them.
0: Uh, I no. I mean, I yeah, no. I really not even in jest. Because yeah. normally, like, you're in a situation where you don't even know the other person. I've only successfully picked up a girl at a bar once. Yeah.
1: Uh, Most of the time, it's failure. I'm one of these guys that like I meet people through other people because I don't. I'm not. A good, I'm not good. I need a, an audience that knows me where I can work. Right. It's always been like that. Right. I, you talk about the standard comedian earlier. Like that's my delivery when it comes to meeting people because mm. I and if other people, if I can say something to get people to laugh, I can work them in. That's right. You know, and so that's sort of my angle. I don't really have a one line. It also it's, it depends on the situation. Like normally I'm not in a bar. Try to pick a chick up? Is at a party or something? You know, well, a, a,
0: couple, a couple more years when Luke's out of the house, I'm going to be your wingman, and we're going to hit the coal miners' lounge like there's no tomorrow. Oh, man. Maybe we could each get a midget <laughs>
1: down there. What would he say?
0: She would, Knowing know.
1: you, you would send her in to pick up the girl. That's true. That's true. I have games to Then play. you'd be murdered. Benz asks,
0: Today I discovered you don't have to keep pressing up in Stuck Car Racer. I played this game a lot and had no idea this was the case. What game-changing mechanics have you discovered in a game
1: years after playing it for the first time? Yeah, that's the old Jeff Crammon uh, game, you know, and I believe his other Grand Prix games the same way. We don't mm-hmm. do that. Um, I'll tell you one that comes to mind is the game we played on the show where we didn't know about the special button. That, that was uh, Super Stardust. Super Stardust. And that does change the game radically uh, when you know about that. Another thing, it's funny, just, just this week when I played Super Burger Time, Yet you, you jump on the burger parts to make them fall to the next level. Brent found out that you can just hold down and do it, and it makes a big difference in the game. And I went not try it. I'm like, darn, he's right. I didn't know that. It right. makes it still stinks, but so those are two that spring to mind. They didn't know them. I played up. Mr. Do for an awful long time before I knew he
0: had a ball because when he's when he's roaming about, you don't off, you don't see the ball. You
1: played this at home.
0: This was on the Atari. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. My so God, I, that would make it. Yeah, that's a
0: radical change. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Paul, a.k.a. Hermski, asks, you're on death row. Oh, God, no. Final night before your big day, what would be your final choice for your drink, meal,
1: and game to play? Oh, man. I would want some non-diet... Oh, man. I could have any drink I wanted. Yeah. I'd probably get me some... I'll try... I either want Citrus Drop Extreme or Mountain Dew Cold Red. Those are both really tasty. Uh, but I could have booze, too. Mm-hmm. I'd, t- I'd t- I don't. I think. And in terms of food, I would. I'd want an advertisement pepperoni roll say, it right now because <laughs> now I'm hungry for yeah. them. And we've been talking about them. You know, it's funny. I'm a, a big, being a big tubby dude that I am. It's not like I've got like a go to meal. Or I'm like, I gotta have a pot roast or something. I'm not, most fat guys are like, yeah, put a pig on a spin. I don't do any of that stuff. You, you don't know? put a
0: pig on a spin? No, I don't.
1: I mean, I, if it was there, you know, I'd probably take a bite of it. So it's not like I would get to. So I would probably go with like a Chicago deep dish style pizza. No, oh, that's good. That's you know, good. that sort of, thing, yeah. sort of counteracts the, the right. pepperoni rolls. But I get, I can live you, with you could, it. You can look past it. I like pasta too an awful lot. So that would be up there. What, what about am? the game to play? the last game i would ever play on this planet oh, man samantha fox uh, strip poker there you go yeah uh i'd go um crystal pepsi crystal pepsi oh i didn't think about that yep. we could take pepsi we could take pufn don't exist anymore right
0: right okay and hey, who knows by the time they find it you might be
1: cleared you know oh, you clever boy there you go i would get that pop that they came out that looked like antifreeze. Remember that? It was like a fluorescent green. Yeah. What, what Was that, that stuff surge? Called? surge? Surge. That's yeah. what I would get. Surge. I love that stuff. Surge was pretty good. Now, what food would you eat?
0: Boy, I would go with a Chicago deep dish pizza. That's good eat. Yeah.
1: I could go yeah. for it right now. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. I can't stop thinking. I'm dying that. to eat.
1: I'm so Let me ask you. Did you actually like Crystal Pepsi? Or was that all an yeah. angle? No,
0: I like Crystal Pepsi. I thought Pepsi. that stuff was horrible.
1: I don't know. I can't remember if I liked it or not, but I drank it. You know, I want to mention this. That uh, uh, and you weren't looking at me that time. You were looking at the screen. Oh yeah, because you, I would look at that. Well, how why did, did you fight me when I, did, I said it? Because before I was looking at you. No bull. I was looking at his skizzy side. You know, uh super takeaway in the chat mentions Japanese Kobe steak. Now here's the problem: I've never eaten any real legitimate food. Mm-hmm. It's all been garbage, right? I've never had Kobe steaks. Just right. I don't know what that. So it could be double awesome. I don't know. Right. I never had that. So I got. I'm getting jobbed out on that.
0: Um. You know what I really like these days that I never used to like before? I don't. It's the old Quarter Pounder Deluxe. You ever have one of those? It's got the lettuce tomato yeah. on there. See, I
1: don't like it See, yeah See,
0: I used to not, but now I've changed it. Um, okay. Uh, Steve says, in the future, there is only war. Which oh, jeez. Eight-
1: these, <laughs> these
0: are depressing <laughs> questions. We just got off death Row. Which 8-bit era game has replaced actual violence to resolve all international conflict? <laughs> Simple. Combat for the 2600. That's a good one. I'm yeah. gonna go with uh, Karate Champ. Oh, that's good too.
1: How about that game we played on the 3DO where it had the awesome music? Oh of the yeah. military game. Yeah, it was a tank game. That was awesome yeah, too. That'd be but... a good. That's a
0: third choice was the music. I'm trying to great. think of what that was called. Maybe somebody. It's in the, the only chat thing knows. we <laughs> really
1: liked. The stuff, that wrestling game on the 3DO. Uh, let's see. Kit asks,
0: "What are some guilty pleasure food or snacks you don't want
1: people to know about?" Well, do you care what people what what you eat? No, people. You don't want them to know.
0: I'm trying to think about like what's something
1: that maybe it's like sardines. What's that? Is there a taboo food like human flesh? Well, stuff like that. Maybe
0: something like easy cheese, like like canned cheese. Yeah, like I like that stuff. Oh yeah. You don't necessarily want to like show up, like shove it into your face because I'm always right out of the can with that stuff. That and whipped cream, I only eat right out of the can.
1: I suppose like coming in, like you're at a party, right? You're gonna pick up the chick, (laughs) and you come in with a big can of Big K. Or something, you know. You're like, "Hey, baby," you <laughs> know. Sure. That, like you don't a, want to show up, or, uh, yeah. A, or you can even come in with like some old granddad. So what's the cheapest? <laughs> like the w- the Walgreens flavored liquor. It yeah. just says Walgreens <laughs> label on it. You're like, "Hey, baby, you want some of this?" Yeah.
0: That walking in you with you big K, that's not going to get you places.
1: And the thing is, the big case, that's good. It's
0: cheap. Yeah. You ready on big K? Well, it's not the best. Chris folds writes, and this is our final question. Oh man, what's the deal with cheese in a can?
1: <laughs> did you read I that did, before you all oh, with that gummy. Um
0: So the deal with cheese in a can is great. Okay, there's a couple ways you can get it. You get the, you ke- the cheese that's actually in a can that you take off the top. That's like your Velveeta. Okay, what you do with that is you take yonder spoon and you just shove it in your mouth. But
1: no one, no one does that. I do. You got to get the, you got to get the crap that's like the gassed the up. And well, it yeah, but yeah, the, the
0: real cheese in a can is the, cheese, the whiz. Yeah, cheese Whiz. And then what you do is you get your chicken and a biscuit. Yeah. Okay, you put that on there, yeah. right in the mouth.
1: Now here's the thing: here's the, you're you're ready to be stunned. Like I never eat that stuff. I never buy it, and I never eat. it. I don't
0: it. eat it often, but when it's around, I'll
1: eat no, it. No, I never eat it. Really? i do not gonna like it. It's
0: just Because I listen. So like if you if we're over at Matt's and we're watching some Sales of the Unexpected, and there's a can of Cheese Whiz right there, you're not gonna put it on a little cracker or something, and put it in your mouth.
1: Maybe. See. But I, listen, you just reminded me of something. So I got I got this stooged off to me. I gotta look up the guy's name that did it. So get this, speaking of that, this is a good way to close the show. There's gonna be, there's a currently a new Tales of the Expected that's in that's being played. It's really? Crap, yeah, get this, we can watch it free on Prime. Awesome. Yeah, so I got stooged up by a guy who told me, he's like, listen I hear you like this show. I don't know what stooged out means. He, he let He, he get, let me in, in the loop, okay. told me about it. And he says it's free, you can watch it like right now. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, crap. Yes,
0: you know, I like I'm going to. There we go. There you go. All right. Well, thank you as always, everyone, for hanging out with us if you're in the chat. We will be back next month with another edition of Ask the Amigos. Until then,
1: adios. adios.